Hello, everybody. Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower. And I wanted to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And today, we're going to be talking about time. That's a relative subject, but I'll get into it and you'll see what I mean. The real opportunity for success lies within the person and not in the job, so to speak. And that makes perfect sense. You know, it's within the person. You know, I mean, how, many, how many times does, you know, one person succeed and another one not succeed at a specific job. Is it the job? Is it the job with the person? Well, perhaps. But if you get, you know, equal talent, it's the person. Always. I think 100% of the time, I, I really, truly believe that, if everything else being equal. But anyhow. Uh, we need to adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. And so many times we want to rush through something, run through this, get through that, and we don't really taste the meaning that's put in front of us. We jump to the opportunity, but we dull the flavor through uh, being hasty, so to speak. You know, and it's best most times to really uh, get a full taste of the flavor that's that's being presented. And that's both good and bad because, you know, I'm not saying to savor the bad. I'm saying to get a taste of it knowing what we don't want uh, to incorporate into our lives. And Darren Hardy today, um, he titles his message, The Real Definition of Success. And he says... My surprising and swipeable definition of success. And the point that he's making here is we want to use our ability to make an impact on other folks. That's truly what we want to do with our God-given talents. You know, have a focus where you want to have an impact. You know, simple, simple things like that sometimes go overlooked. And every time we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. You know, yes to social media in the middle of the day. We're saying no 
to productive work activity or projects we should be working on. Um, yes to a volunteer opportunity, which is a great thing, but we're saying no to maybe some comfort time at home or spending time with a family. So you need to really weigh them out and find out um, if it's worth it or not. And again, you may need a, um, you know, a de-brainer, uh, a time just to veg out for, for 10 minutes. That's understandable. You know what I mean? Jump on social media, look around for a bit, and then, then jump back on it after 10 minutes. Making a decision based on money won't help you in the long term because it never lasts long. Yeah, I left my current job that I was pretty happy with, but they wouldn't match what my competitor was going to pay me, so I left. You know, in the majority of the time, a majority of the time, the employee is not as happy as they were in their prior job, even though they're being compensated more. So, you know, Understand that we need to take that into consideration. And when you work really hard for what matters the most, that's having true freedom. And when you have true freedom, you need to protect it because you can lose it. Just because you get to that point doesn't mean you're going to stay at that point, you know, so it needs to be maintained. And I was also told today, I don't know if it was a spoof or what, but that a jellyfish is an extreme durable animal and it will never die unless you kill it. Well, if you kill it, then it's dead. So I, you know, to me, that's dying. So I, I guess maybe they're trying to say that it, th there's no way it dies un unless it's actually pulled from the water and, and suffocated to death or it's, it's you know, killed some other way. Um, but I do know that in rough surf, when there's jellyfish, those tentacles get broken off, and they still sting, even though you can't see the body of the jellyfish. That's for sure. Uh, Matthew Kelly today, he was mentioning about words and how words have power. You know, even words from a parent to a child, you know, because as a parent, I can definitely say I don't believe a majority of my words to my children during their teenage years really held much weight. But Matthew Kelly seems to be uh, on the other side of the equation that, you know, the way you say it is important, but even saying it it will resonate 
uh, at some point with your kids, whether they lead you to believe that or not, um, it will have some type of a resonating effect. Uh, I try to instill, you know, just wholehearted um, moral values in them. And, and sometimes they, my two oldest, my two boys, they tend to be so uh, extreme in, in one shape or form. You know, well, we can't, we, we can't let that happen because, you know, then all, all of this will happen. We, you know, um, you know it's, a, it's an anti-racism. You know what I mean? This happens with, with minorities, but yet if we did it, it would, you know, it would cause such a storm. And they're almost looking for examples to go against the norm, you know, and, and, and that's, that's troublesome, you know, and I try to tell them to let that be. Uh, you're never going to control that, nor should you control that. Uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't protest in what you think is right or whatever have you, but my point is focus on what's going to be more beneficial from your standpoint. What are you going to have more of a bang to your buck with, you know, protesting out front of a, a, a building that you're against some of their, um, you know, ethnic um, rights and wrongs in the way they conduct business? Or are you going to uh, become more educated in helping those that are adversely affected? by those wrongs, you know, and, and it's, there's no perfect answer, but my point is do what's going to make the most sense for you and bring you the most success. Because once you have, um, success and whatever that should mean, whether it be success in relationships, a career, um, financial, um, you know, mental health, or all of the above, once you have that success, you then can cater to, with better ease, those things that you want to cater to, because you'll have more resources, so to speak, as opposed to just a, you know, an empty voice. And we just don't want to have an empty voice because that doesn't do any good. It really doesn't. So understand that, and, and also understand that the power that words have, and, and I tend to be a little um, lax on that with my middle child, my son. I tend to bust his chops a lot and, and make fun of him naturally in a kidding way, but Sometimes, like I can be a lot self-deprecating, do that enough and you may start believing that. Bust my son's chops enough and he may just start believing that. So we have to be cautious as to what we say. At least I know I do.
don't complain. That was a suggestion, almost a command from Pastor Father Mike Najum. You know, and this is something that he um, listed, one of the things that he listed to his seminarians, you know. Nobody really cares for the most part. Partly because you're complaining about it. Um, you know, it's one thing if you're venting. Uh, there are times when you need to vent. That's understandable. But no one wants to be around complainers. It, it's, it's exhausting. It really, really is exhausting. And I, I hope you folks understand that. And Jim Kennedy mentioned uh, in his talk to the insurance agents about, I'm going to say six years ago, KISS, K-I-S-S. -S. You know, a lot of folks teach keep it simple stupid. Um, but I, you know, define it as keep it simply Simple. You know, don't make things more complicated than they have to be. And we tend to do that a lot. Um, you know, there's an assignment for the week, you know, 10 things to read, three things to watch, you know, four things to write, and you want to get it done in two days. And that's not going to be um, really cost-effective for you because it needs to be spread out over the week. Otherwise, they would do it in two days. And sometimes items need to be repeated and watched again and again, read again and again, to get not only lasting effect, but new ideas from the same material that you're reading. You know? So that's, that's good to know in that respect. Um, and make sure the actions are aligned with your goal. You know, a lot of people tend to do things just to check them off the list, but they have really no bearing on the short-term or long-term goals that they have. In Yogi Berra, this is a famous one, he said, it gets late early out there. And he was referencing the shadows in a day game at Yankee Stadium in left field uh, because it was very difficult for outfielders in left field to track the ball coming out of the sun into the shade and back into the sun. Uh, and so Yogi was commenting on the fact that, it, you know, it gets late, meaning gets dark early out there in the field, you know, three o'clock, four o'clock, whatever, whatever it was, you know. So that one actually made a lot of sense if you know the meaning and the context behind it. So I found that uh, interesting. And then I run into 
people throughout my day, whether it be colleagues or uh, friends or, or, or vendors or, you know, combination of which are friends and vendors. And I'm good at giving advice to other people like I'm some type of authority, which, which is fine. We all think we're an authority at some point. But I'm actually even good at giving advice to myself. The problem lies in acting on that advice. And that's where I fall shy a lot of the times. You know, uh, take copious notes uh, on a particular day. And then I don't take time to read the copious notes. So it can be refreshed and reformulated in my mind. So I'm going to try to make a point uh, every morning to go through the previous day's notes and going over them. That way I'll have a better understanding uh, of, of what I did the day before and things will be fresh in my head. And, and I would suggest you all doing, do the same. Um, that's a great thing to do uh, with note-taking, for sure. And, you know, you always have it to fall back on as well. So I will leave you folks with that. Um, Lord willing, I will check in with you tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well, and we will talk to you soon.